0: Hello and welcome to EverPresent Podcast with me, your host, Sherry Beckerson. EverPresent aims to cultivate the sheer gift of right now through the power of choice, believing each one of us has unique gifts, skills, and abilities that are needed in this world. These gifts can only be found when walking in our true, authentic selves. Through self advocacy and shared experience, EverPresent aims to encourage authentic growth in you becoming the best version of you when you show up for you you are better able to show up for those around you the ripple effect is truly endless when we own our own power season four my quote of the week series aims to help you do just that stand in your own power through the beautiful gift of words thank you so much for joining me And welcome to this week's quote of the week, who I have Joe Dispenza, who says, if you become aware of your automatic habits and you are conscious of your unconscious behaviors, so you cannot go unconscious again, then you are Changing. This week we'll be looking at the conscious and subconscious mind and how understanding how they operate helps us to create sustainable change. I must say this information has transformed my life. Learning about the brain, specifically my conscious and subconscious mind, has been a game changer. For those who don't know, Joe Dispenza, he's a scientist, a researcher, he's an author and a teacher, and his passion is educating people about the functions of the human brain and how to make real changes. He's wrote many great books and all of his books are, you know, detailing the neuroscience of change and epigenetics. So why is making sustainable change so hard to do? I think we can all admit that we've asked ourselves this question at least once, if not multiple times throughout our lives. I'm sure each of you can think of at least one thing that you have struggled to change or maybe still struggle to change today. The one thing that comes to mind for me that I did struggle with for years and have now successfully changed it for almost three years was my yo-yo dieting and weight fluctuations. I started experiencing weight fluctuations where I would go up 20 pounds, down 20 pounds, up 30 pounds, down 30 pounds when I was in my 20s. And this was after my brother died and I'd gone back to university, which were two major life events that happened at that time. Um, but stress and time definitely played their role. So for year one and four of my university, I was full-time in school and I worked as an educational assistant part-time. And year two and three, I actually worked full-time in a, as an educational assistant and attended school part-time taking night courses. So I worked all day and sat in class all night. And well, stress And failure to plan meals had me eating all the comfort foods. I hate pizza, subs, pita pit, brownies. There was this one bakery that would still be open through the seven to 10 classes. Oh my goodness, they were so good. But this time in my life, it really set me on a path and a pattern of having an unhealthy relationship with food and my body. And I remember for years throughout my 20s and into my early 30s, I would complain, you know, I just, I wished I could have more control or I blamed my willpower or I wished I could maintain the weight once I lost it. I just felt so stuck and out of control in the cycle when it came to eating and my weight and just sticking to a plant. So my 20s and early 30s, I now know, I was believing the lie of diet culture, where being thin and your appearance and, you know, the shape of your body is all that matters. And where health and well-being was not even talked about. And at that time, I can really say I did. I just wanted my body to look a certain way. So diet culture makes us focus on the wrong things. It makes us feel guilty for eating certain foods. It, you know, makes us think that we're not exercising enough. It's very shame-focused and restriction-focused, where food and exercise are really meant to be celebrated. Your body is a gift. This has been my greatest lesson. Holistic health and wellness is where we show self-love and treat our full body respectfully, body, mind, and spirit, where we understand each of these are working together And when one is out of balance, it impacts the other. So by choosing to fuel my body with nutrients-dense food and to fuel it with movement out of love and gratitude, this changed so much for me. And this is also what the diet culture is really missing. So you can see I've had a major mind shift in my perspective in these last three years. So this made me think to myself, what would I go back and tell my you know, 23, 24 year old self, if I could, when all this started for me over a decade ago, what would I tell the younger version of me? And well, the truth is, I would want me to know and understand the power of my mind, the power of my subconscious and conscious mind. First, the subconscious mind, it is literal, guys. It takes everything you think as fact. It has no concept of past or future. It is It is in the now. So again, this is why I say keep an inventory of your thought life and why it's so important. It's also the power center of your mind. So your subconscious mind has all your memories, your habits, your patterns. You know, it's how you're able to tie your shoes and brush your teeth without even thinking about it. It is, you know, any automatic habit that does not take conscious thought. And it's passive. And it does not have the ability to reject information. So, the subconscious mind by nature is the storehouse of every single experience you've had. And because it does not have the ability to reject information, it's very susceptible to suggestions. So, when we are listening to things, well, like the news, for example, you know, even if it's running in the background and we're not really paying attention, We are being programmed by that source. You know, this is why your mood can change after watching something or hearing something, whether it's on the news or, you know, listening to something on TV or music. Remember this, what you don't consciously reject, you subconsciously accept. This is a quote I heard recently and I just thought, wow, it's so good. I'm going to say it again. What you don't consciously reject, you subconsciously accept. So we need to remember when we're watching the news or, you know, if we're in an unhealthy relationship dynamic and people are speaking negatively over us, we need to remember that we, if we are not consciously rejecting what is coming into our minds, then we are always subconsciously accepting it. And like we talked about, and I touched on last week, we have a programming in our lives based on our childhoods. So from zero to seven, we have a set of beliefs that we have inherited from our parents. We inherited this at a time when we did not have the ability to choose. You know, from zero to seven, we don't have a conscious mind. And conscious, when we have a conscious mind, that's when we're able to choose. We're not choosing in our subconscious mind. It only has the ability to accept. The subconscious mind does not have the ability to reject. So children literally walk around believing everything they see, hear, and experience. They can't reject information, so they constantly accept it. Um, This is why I suggested, you know, you ask yourself, who gave you your beliefs? You know, do you really believe what you are believing or was it handed to you? And, um... Especially, I think this is important, if you struggle with self-worth or feeling unloved, why do you believe you're not enough? Or why do you believe life is such a struggle? Why do you believe that you're not worthy? These are the questions that we really need to start asking ourselves. Um, Is it a learned behavior or did you decide this for yourself? Now, the conscious mind, this gives you the ability to think and reason. This is where you would ask those questions and become aware of what's going on. You're, you're able to use intellect and, and think and reason with information. It's the part of the mind that you can decide whether you agree or disagree with what you're hearing. Or, you know, it gives you the flexibility to choose. But the key is that the conscious mind, which is full of intellect and reasoning, is not where we change. We only change in the subconscious mind. So, you know, if you're thinking, why is this all so important? It's because science is proving and proves that our brains operate at approximately 95% subconscious. Meaning that the majority of the decisions we make, the actions we take, our emotions, behaviors, depend on the 95% of the brain that lies beyond conscious awareness. This tells us firsthand how important our thought life is. And this is why today's quote is so important and tells us to become conscious of what is unconscious in order to make a real change. You know, for example, I wasn't focused on what was going on under the surface when I was constantly yo-yoing up and down in my weight for years. You know, just like you have to look under the car hood of a car when it makes a funny noise. We have to look under our own automatic responses and habits. Like the quote reminds us, especially when we're continually doing what we say we don't want to do. And this is in fact, the problem. Our life is a reflection of what we believe. So we must learn to believe what we truly want train our minds to think about what we do want because the truth is most people are thinking about what they don't want to experience opposed to what they do want to experience most people find it easier to explain what they don't want rather than what they do want and this is the problem because when we think about what we don't want we're creating what we don't want to experience where focus goes energy flows we need to understand The mind is a powerful tool. So our quote is telling us that we need to become aware of the habits that hold us back, bring all of it to our conscious minds, reprogram our mind with what we want and what we do want, and then that is when change is possible. And you know, we are always conditioning ourselves by what we choose to listen to, what we choose to watch, who we choose to surround ourselves, and what we choose to expose ourselves to. This is why they say, show me who your friends are and I'll show you your future. Remember, your results never lie. So if you say you want to lose weight, but you stay stuck to the pattern of breaking promises to yourself, self-sabotaging, and living out unhealed emotional responses like emotional eating, That's what I did for years for sure. You have to understand, repetition is the master teacher. We literally are what we repeatedly do. So you have to be willing to break away from the familiar patterns and subconscious responses and create new responses. This is what I did, you know, instead of doing the yo-yo and continually doing the sabotage, I had a bigger why. I... I decided that it wasn't going to be about how I looked. It was going to be about how I felt and I wanted my why to be about wellness and strength. And so I continued to make plans and decisions that was not always comfortable. I got myself a trainer. I would go to the gym early in the morning. I now work out each morning early because I know that That is where I'm getting the most benefit from my workout in terms of energy and strength and body fat, um, losing body fat. So we have to be willing to get uncomfortable to make the change or else we will continue to do what is comfortable, which is following the familiar pattern. Um, Taking these daily action steps really helped and remembering that that's all that change really is big change can only happen through small daily steps. We always want to make this change constant. We want to make such big, large leaps where I think getting um, a better understanding that change happens over time and appreciating the process of change rather than just looking to the destination um, can really help us when seeking goals and seeking change for ourselves. So, you know, if you're not where you want to be it's because you're sabotaging in some way. And why do we sabotage? Because it's more familiar. We wanna stay safe in you know, the story that we know. And the truth is we are addicted to comfort. It's easier to stay with the familiar even when that familiar is not best for us. We see this in relationships all the time. Our subconscious mind, you know, it really is amazing and it's built to protect us but when the subconscious mind does not have a past pattern for a new thing that you want to do for example like starting a new business or going out with someone new or you know losing 10 pounds it would rather do the crappy old pattern that it already knows like sabotage with eating junk than create a new pattern a new consistency like getting to the gym each day or you know stepping into the unknown So naturally, we go back and sabotage to stay small, to stay comfortable. Whenever you're trying to do something new, brace yourself and understand you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You are literally carving a new path in your brain. So just like if you were to take the, you know, beaten path on a forest and it would be harder to get through than a smooth already traveled path, it's the same with your mind. And this is exactly why change feels so hard. Because our brain wants to keep us in the familiar and safe in our subconscious patterns. You know, episode two, I actually talked more about this um, using Dr. Caroline Leaf's um, neurocycle and how we can recreate um, a habit in 62 days. So if you want to go listen to that, then go ahead, 62 days or 63 days. <laughs> I'll have to check with that. But in that amount of time is what it really takes to change a habit. But, you know, once we understand what's happening and how our brain works and, you know, we can really keep moving towards the change we want with more empathy, compassion and encouragement for ourselves. This I think is so important. Any type of change calls for large amounts of self-compassion. There's no perfect way, but we can learn to enjoy the process and becoming acutely aware of cultivating the present moment is one major way to enjoy the process of any change you are deciding to take on. So when Joe Dispenza talks about becoming conscious of what is unconscious so that we don't, do not go unconscious again, he wants us to get to the root of why we keep doing what we say we don't want to do. How many times did I say I wanted to feel be fit or lose 10 pounds, yet continued on a path of eating cycles and sabotaging myself so many times. And you know, I'd be healthy and focused for a few months and then I'd fall off the wagon and then I'd be healthy again for a few months and then I'd fall off the wagon. How many people can relate to this? So, you know, through learning the power of my conscious and subconscious mind, I've broken free of this pattern of the yo-yo that, you know, no longer serves me and it's ignited a passion in me to want to really help other people, you know, change their thinking around what they believe is possible for themselves and help people live the life that they want opposed to the life that they, you know, were programmed to live. So for me, I had to get serious about what I believed about food, about my body. And what I realized was that I, you know, I used food for comfort and pleasure. So I had to change my relationship and my belief about what food was, what it represented, you know, um, how I associated myself with food. Um, I had to change it from a source of comfort and pleasure to what I chose was a, a source of fuel. You know, food is gas for my body like gas is to a car. So reprogramming and renewing our mind, it's a process. And you really have to get, get after the belief system underneath them all. Your beliefs were not built overnight. So don't expect them to be completely changed overnight either. Make the conscious effort to build neural pathways in your brain. You can do this through being consistent. You know, dis- determining to keep showing up each day. Showing that self-compassion. Um, remembering that we are what we repeatedly do. So repetition is, is really the major teacher here in our lives. To promising to not break promises to yourself, you know, to making a plan. For me, it was about planning and, you know, getting a trainer, staying accountable, cre- um, using a food journal. Um, but there's so many different ways with any type of change we're going after is to make a step-by-step plan, things that you can stay accountable to and building a community around that. Um, you know, if it's a thought that you're having that you want to change, write down what you actually want to believe. So instead of thinking, I don't want to be this way, I don't want to think this way, I need to stop thinking this way. That is actually going to create more of you um, thinking in that way. You're going to create what you think about. So if we can keep it that, that simple, we will create what we think about. Then we have to think about the things we actually want, right? Um, so I am not enough. We can reprogram with I am whole. I am perfect. I am complete as I am. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, I choose to love myself wholeheartedly. These are just ways of reframing um, the I'm not enough or the lack to and more of an abundance um, mentality is what I like to think. And community is so important. So finding people who support you, you know, like-minded individuals is also just, you know, key in any type of change that we're pursuing. And well, you know, 2022, it is upon us. It's coming in hot. And I want to say, you know, don't have a new year resolution. Don't even go there. The start in January syndrome is all part of you know diet culture mentality in my mind. So start today. What is one small step you can take today towards the life you truly desire to have? You know, be grateful for each day that we actually have. The future is not promised. So this is why the present moment is so important to me and, and why taking daily action steps is what I think is most important. Remember your thoughts are the most powerful. And how you choose to use them it they truly truly matter use them to fuel you give yourself permission to begin again it's not too late you're not too old things are not too far gone or you know give yourself permission to try something new give yourself permission to be the best version of you the world truly needs you each day is an opportunity for you to step into your greatness for you to stand in your own power, for you to rewrite the story and make the change you truly desire. And I wanna actually present to you that change is not hard. Staying the same is hard. We are, we are meant to grow. That is what we're here for, to learn and to grow. And I knew I needed to make change when my fear of the unknown or my fear of change and my fear of staying the same were actually equally terrifying. That is when you know you need to make the step in making a change. So, you know, you have so much more inside of you than you give yourself credit for. Decide today to become conscious of your unconscious behaviors. I just wanna give a big thank you to Joe Dispenza for his wise words and wisdom today. Remember each day you have the opportunity to rewire your brain. Remember neurons that fire together wire together. So think of life as a giant canvas that you get to create and know that sustainable change is so possible for you. I feel like somebody needs to hear this right now. Sustainable change is possible. So keep going. I believe in you. And I look forward to next week when I'll be sharing more about our stress response system and some ways to activate our vagus nerve to help manage stress. I hope you'll join me. Until then, be present, be grateful, and be well. I hope you found today's quote of the week interesting and helpful. If you would like more tips and encouragement in living intentionally in the present, you can follow me on Instagram at ever underscore present underscore holistics. And if you found value in this podcast episode, be sure to share it and tag me in it as I'd love to see what resonated with you. Don't forget to leave a review and keep spreading the word about Everpresent. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope this has added value to your life. Until then, stay present.